Welcome to Steeping Around, sponsored by the Maya Tea Company. I am your host, Manish Shah, and we are talking all things tea. It is indeed a wonderful time to have a cup of tea because it has gotten downright cold out here. Has it gotten cold where you are? I've gotten reports from some of our clients and some of my friends that they have received a little bit of snow, not only around the country, but around the world as well. And nothing helps warm your insides quite like a cup of tea. And one of the things that always happens to me as the weather does get a little colder is I naturally gravitate to stronger and deeper teas, specifically black teas. I tend to start drinking those much more prevalently when the weather starts to get cold. And that is what our show is about. In fact, we're going to spend the next three weeks talking about black tea. We took a delicious tangent last week and talked about the Boston Tea Party, a little adventure into history, if you will. We talked about the significance the Boston Tea Party had on this country and on the consumption of tea, which went down dramatically as a result of the Boston Tea Party. But we are going to get back on track this week and return to our series. Several weeks ago, we talked about white tea. Then we moved on to green tea, then oolong tea, and now we're going to finish up with a series of shows on black tea. Normally when I do these series, I start with a little history and some background on it, but because we did kind of a history lesson last week, while very fun, I'm going to do a more present moment show. We're just going to talk about what black tea really is how to make an amazing cup of black tea, and the variations of that, because there are a lot of variations on how you can make black tea. It's really quite flexible. And many of you make it with milk. And so our question of the week talks about what that does to that cup for your health. So you'll want to stay for that for sure. Black tea is essentially different from the other types because of really two important factors. Specifically, oxidation, and Camellia sinensis and S. amica. We're going to have to review a little bit. Let me begin. A few weeks ago, we talked about in several shows how really there are two basic types of tea bushes, Camellia S. amica and Camellia sinensis. And up to this point, when we've been talking about white, green, and oolong tea, most of those teas are made out of Camellia sinensis leaf particularly in China, Korea, Japan, and the colder regions where tea is grown. But when you talk about black tea, most of the black tea that we get is really from Camellia assamica. It's a type of tea bush that tends to grow in warmer climates and is a little thicker and heavier in terms of its leaf. And so it's particularly good at making black tea. Now, you can make black tea out of Camellia sinensis as well because the process of making black tea is one of oxidation. So now we get to oxidation. Oxidation is essentially the process that occurs when you say, cut open a piece of fruit and it begins to brown. If you were to take the tea leaves, whether they are Camellia assamica or Camellia sinensis, and kinda bruise them up a little bit, maybe toss them around, break them a little bit, add a little moisture to it, the leaves would go brown and then very, very dark, almost black. 
once full oxidation has occurred which means there's no green left in that leaf then you remove the moisture they're pan fired or baked and as a result of that you have black tea that really completes the cycle of the things that we talked about white tea has no oxidation and is cooked at very low temperatures green tea has no oxidation but is baked at a slightly higher temperature to remove all the moisture oolong tea is slightly oxidized so some bruising and some browning does occur but it's not to the full extent 10 to 70 percent rate of oxidation is what makes an oolong tea now we're at black tea which is fully oxidized and as a result several things occur one you get a really really rich flavor really deep and really robust the second thing is the caffeine content kind of shoots up a little bit as you oxidize teas more the level of caffeine goes up also some of the antioxidant benefits do come down so black tea has fewer antioxidants than the other types when we come back we are going to dive into how to make a great cup of black tea and a lot of variations therein and perhaps if some of the variations that you might be using actually are reducing its health benefits so stay with me i'll be right back here on steeping around Here's a challenge. Go to your cupboard, dig out a tea bag, cut the top off of it, and pour its contents onto your kitchen table. What do you see? Anything more than dust? You're generally looking at the bottom of the barrel tea leaves, the crumbs that fall from the thick, whole, beautiful leaves that the Maya Tea Company uses. Did you know that you can greatly improve the quality of your tea by switching to whole leaf tea without spending one extra dime? Each pound of Maya Tea Company's decadent loose leaf teas brews about 150 individual cups of tea, and you have an extensive variety of types and flavors to choose from. Would you like a green or a black tea? And how about flavored with raspberry or vanilla? The possibilities are endless with the Maya Tea Company. Plus, you can save an extra 15% on your purchases by typing the word STEEP into the coupon code at checkout. See for yourself at www.mayatea.com. That's M-A-Y-A-T-E-A.com and enter the word STEEP. We're back here on Steeping Around. I am your host, Manish Shah, and we are talking black tea today, specifically how to make a great cup of black tea. The other types of tea, white, green, and oolong, have pretty specific instructions as far as how to make a great cup. But black tea is really different. There's a lot more variation on what it takes to make a cup of black tea. Mostly, it's kind of dependent upon where you live. Say, for example, you're a purist or of Chinese descent where black tea really came from. The Chinese will generally not use boiling hot water. Now, of course, I always have to interject. You must use really good quality water. Water that tastes good at room temperature is the water that you use for all tea. So let's just assume that's the case for this one as well. But in the case of the Chinese, their general techniques for making tea are 
on the cooler side and using shorter steep times. In this country, we tend to use boiling hot water, or water as hot as we can get it, frankly. Across the pond, though, with our friends in Europe, using boiling hot water is a real emphasis overseas. That's big time. Everybody says you can't make a proper cup of tea unless you've got really boiling hot water. In fact, they will go the distance and even boil their vessels. If you're in India, I'm from India, we boil the bejesus out of our black tea, then add a bunch of spices and buffalo milk and reduce it further and make chai out of it. So there are really a lot of different variations on how to make a great cup of black tea. And it really is entirely up to you. I'm not a person of the mindset to tell you exactly what's the best way for you to have your cup of black tea. If it works for you and you love it, I say go for it. If you like milk, if you like sugar, if you like honey, if you want to put spices in it, just do it the way that makes you feel great. There is no proper way to make black tea. And frankly, I'm really on that path for virtually anything that you want to do with tea. If you're enjoying it, please, by all means, continue to embrace it. It's a great habit. Speaking of something else y'all embraced quite a bit, a couple weeks ago, I had my kids on the show, and I got a lot of feedback about it. Normally, I wouldn't take the time to do this, but I got some great letters. I wanted to read a couple of them in regards to what you thought about the fact that my children were my very first guests on the show. We got notes from many of you, but a few of them really stood out. One from Allison, who writes, haven't you heard the old saying about working with kids and dogs? Those two kids are always going to upstage you. They're just too cute. Now all you need is a dog and you'll be history. Best show to date. Thanks. That's true. I probably will not be bringing a dog on the show, I got to tell you. I'm already insecure enough, I think. But no, I'm just kidding. But nonetheless, thank you very much for the fact that you thought that my kids were so fun to have on the show. Another letter came to us all the way from Ireland and the family writes, Tea Toddlers. We have always enjoyed your program, but this week was extra special. What great guest hosts. Simply charming. Your two sons really brought a new and fun element to your program. We certainly hope they will join you again soon. Keep up the good work, the Coens of Ireland. Thank you so much for, to all of you who wrote in and told me how much you enjoyed my boys on the show. I am going to have them on again since you love them. You know, I have some guests planned, and we're going to have them in upcoming shows. Some of them, you know, really top-grade tea professionals around the country who are experts at their game. But apparently, you also like my kids. So we're going to mix them up. Keep this fun. Keep this fresh. And uh, keep the show going in that fashion because that's what you asked for. When we come back, I am going to talk about the effect of milk and tea on the health benefits in our question of the week. So please stay with me here on Steeping Around. had such a tough time waking up in the morning, but coffee is so hard on my stomach. I need a good alternative. How about tea? It's not just an alternative to coffee, it's a solution. Many tea varieties offer a lift without the negative side effects associated with coffee. You mean no more sour stomach? That's right. Say goodbye to that teeth-grinding, nerve-shaking, dehydrating habit. 
But isn't tea really bitter? No, not when you've got good tea. There are hundreds of varieties to choose from, and each offers its own unique flavor, from the light and silky to the bold and toasty. Plus, the Maya Tea Company blends many teas with subtle, tantalizing flavors like vanilla, raspberry, and almond. The possibilities are endless. That sounds too good to be true. These great teas must be very expensive. At mayatea.com, you can select the amount of tea you want, and their prices are incredible. Plus, you can save an extra 15%. Just enter STEEP into the coupon code. STEEP? Yeah, STEEP, as in steeping around. Just go to www.mayatea.com, that's M-A-Y-A-T-E-A.com, and enter STEEP into the coupon code. Thanks. I'm switching to tea today. Welcome back to Steeping Around. I am your host, Manish Shah, and we are talking all things tea. I want to tell you, I love your feedback. I was especially thrilled with all the letters that I got in regards to the fact that my children were on the show. It was very clear that you enjoyed them as much as I did, and we are going to have them on again, I promise. But it was great to hear from all of you and what you thought. So please keep that feedback coming. I'm going to post a couple of pictures of myself and my children on our Facebook site so you can actually see what they look like, you know, the missing teeth and all. They're probably going to be up in the next week or so. You'll find them on our Steeping Around Facebook page. So if you fan us on Facebook, Steeping Around, you'll be able to see those photographs. You can also keep up with what we're doing at the Maya Tea Company by fanning us on that Facebook site. So we have Facebook sites for both Steeping Around as well as my company, the Maya Tea Company. If you have a tea-related question or any feedback for the show, please, please email me. My email address is steep at mayatea.com. That is S-T-E-E-P at mayatea.com. It always seems like the questions that I get asked the most are always health-related about tea and health. I don't know why, but that seems to be on everyone's mind. And one of the big questions that we get is, what are the health ramifications of adding milk to tea? Does it change it? Does it make a big difference? Studies have shown that milk does actually alter the health benefits of tea. Most of you are adding milk to black tea. The reason being is that black tea tends to have a lot of tannic acid. We had a question several, several weeks back about tannic acid. It's the stuff that makes tea a little bitter, a little tart, causes you to pucker up. And sometimes adding a little cream and milk will take that edge off, especially if you're brewing tea at a very, very hot temperature. It might go a little bitter and a little tart. And so that cream really helps smooth it out. So tea is quite acidic, milk is basic, and it sort of balances the pH and makes it easier to take. Now, what does that all mean to you? Well, that smoothing out of those flavors comes at a bit of a cost. What makes tea really good for you is something called EGCG. It's the main antioxidant component in tea. It's very heavy in green tea, but black tea has some of it as well. But milk has something called casein in it, and that binds up with the EGCG and doesn't make it available to you. 
adding milk will actually lower the antioxidant value in tea. Now, that's one variation on the theme. If you're making chai, though, and you're using all those spices, cinnamon, cardamom, ginger, cloves, well, you know, those have a lot of health benefits, too. And that doesn't change when you add milk to it. So the truth is, if you don't have spices, yes, it's having a negative impact. But if you put all those spices in, you're still going to get the benefit and the well-being that you get from consuming things that have those spicy flavors in them. So milk can be of some detriment, but not completely in all types of tea. We're going to do a whole show on chai in the very near future, as that's near and dear to my heart. But for now, that's sort of where the evidence stands in terms of milk and black tea. We're going to continue next week on talking about how to find good black tea. What are you looking for when you go shopping for black tea? And black tea is available in a lot of different variations. And we're going to go through it a little bit, all the different types that are available to you. They come under a lot of different names, so we're going to get into them more specifically. I hope you enjoy the show this week. Look forward to you joining me next week. And until then, have fun steeping around. <laughs>